Hello, I'm Wendy McGean. Welcome to the Round Trip Podcast. At 55 years old, I jumped on an early retirement package, hopped on my Can-Am Spider, and drove across Canada alone. I was jobless and homeless. The great news is that along the way, I found my way back to myself and realized that I had everything that I needed already inside me, which led to the name Round Trip. Join me on my journey as I finally show up as me. It's possible to step outside your comfort zone and learn how to experience independence and joy. And you can do all of this without running away. I'm writing this on April 7th, 2022. What would have been my dad's 89th birthday? In the five years since Simon McGean retired his earthly body, a lot has changed in my life and in the world but I can't help but think how much changed in his lifetime. He was number seven in a brood of 10, born between 1918 and 1942 in the village of Inganish on Cape Breton Island. Five boys and five girls. I remember him telling me that when he was born, his parents didn't know how they could afford to raise him. They apparently considered giving up for him up for adoption, but decided against it. My eldest aunt, who passed away in 2020, told me that the big ones looked after the little ones. That's how families functioned then. And it was pretty rustic. I remember as a child when my dad's childhood home was being replaced with a new one and indoor plumbing. I can still see the two-seater outhouse in the chamber pots in that old house. He was of a generation that went from transportation by horse and buggy to flights to the International Space Station. And yes, cars were invented before the end of the 19th century and then subjected to mass production in 1908 with Henry Ford. But there was not a lot of cars in northern Cape Breton. The Cabot Trail was only opened in 1932, the year before he was born. It took time for modern conveniences to reach rural areas, and his father was a blacksmith by trade. It was a different world, and varied greatly depending on where you lived. My mother-in-law, born in 1931 in urban Montreal, would have had a very different start to life than my father on Canada's rural east coast. Think about the stuff that was happening in history. The Titanic sank only 21 years before his birth, and he would have been six years old as World War II began. Penicillin, a game changer in medical treatment, was discovered five years before he was born, but not readily available until the 1940s. After his 12th birthday, the Canadian Citizenship Act was passed. Two years later, Newfoundland entered Confederation as the 10th province in 1949. During his youth, travel would have been difficult, and most supplies were still brought by boat to the villages up and down the east coast of Cape Breton. I remember him talking about his mother getting barrels of flour and molasses and other supplies to tide them over the winter. And he spoke of the Aspie, the wooden steamer that carried those supplies and the passengers between the villages in industrial Cape Breton. There were a total of three successive Aspies that stayed in service until 1964. By then, cars, trucks, and better roads made the boat superfluous. That tidbit comes from Fred Williams' book, A Better Rock, about the history of nearby villages, Niels Harbor and New Haven, where he was born. My dad was an incredible jack-of-all-trades, and I think a master more than a few. Cars and electronics were simpler than to be repaired until it was absolutely no hope. They didn't just trash things and replace them. I can still see him swapping out the old tubes in an old black-and-white television set that he built into the wall, and then picture him laughing so hard that I thought something would bust as he watched Laugh in her three's company to enjoy the fruits of his labors. He built his own house within his means, with his own hands, and maintained it well into his 70s. He would go into the crawl space of dirt under the house to check out plumbing as recently as his 80th year. He was independent and capable. He grew up in a time and a place where it was necessary to embody those qualities, and it was a labor-intensive life. Even in retirement, he kept horses and raised chickens and turkeys. That hobby 
earned him the nickname Grandpa Chickens. Can you imagine a life of raising livestock, planting gardens, fixing anything and everything around your house and working full-time while raising a family? Life certainly is more complex, and it makes me wonder what changes will occur in the next 89 years. It's said that when an elderly person passes away, it's like a library burning down. That's a great analogy, and I cannot tell you how many times in the past five years that I've wanted to check some fact with my dad, as he always seemed to have the right answer or at the very least a joke or sarcastic remark to remind me that I was right with the world. Time goes fast. My dad has one surviving sibling, the youngest, my Aunt Donna. Cherish the people in your life. So, is there an elderly person that you know that could use a little company and give you an opportunity to learn something? What changes have they seen that can shed some perspective on your life today and the world that we live in? Happy birthday, Dad. Have a great week. you for listening. My name is Wendy, and remember to laugh. L-A-F. L is for love, A is for act, and F is be fearless. If you get a chance and have the means, please pick up a copy of my book, Round Trip, How I Found Myself on Three Wheels. It's available on Amazon, or you can reach out to me for a signed copy if you prefer. Send an email to roundtrip at wendymcgean.ca. Have a great week.